Welcome to the Marketing Agony Aunt. I'm your auntie, Kendra MacDonald. Today we've got an absolute gangbuster of a topic. We're going to be looking at why your prospects and customers behave so weirdly and sharing how you can plan for behavior for awesome conversion rates and super effective marketing that leaves no prospect behind. So come on in and take a seat on the couch, grab a drink if you need some fortification and let's get agonizing. our letter from our curious agonizer. Dear Supreme Ninja Overlord, I'm hoping you can help me with a rather odd problem. I'm not sure if this is something that is just happening to me or if it's a weird phenomenon. We have a few different lead magnets and I get good sign up rates and conversions off of them. That's not the issue here. They could always be improved, but they perform well enough. My question is more around the weird things that prospects tend to do. Why is it that people sign up for something and then never open emails? I get a 60% open rate on the first email after sign up. What happened to the other 40%? I also run surveys to my audience so that I can segment them better and make sure I'm giving them the right help. But I often see that people who've said they want one thing then go and buy another thing. I find this all really, well, odd. How am I supposed to market to them the right way if I can't anticipate what they're doing? And how am I supposed to be segmenting my audience if I can't trust what they say? Yours confusedly, a curious marketer. Ha! Supreme Ninja Overlord! Hells yeah! You know me so well! Right, so I have a delicious unicorn gin here. Basically, it's slow gin to give a touch of colour and then some sparkly stuff. It's both gorgeous and yummy. So make sure you have something tasty too and let's get agonising. Now, this letter here was bound to catch my attention, not only with the befitting title of Supreme Ninja Overlord, but because it's full of my favourite things, weird stuff and odd happenings, good old bizarre human behaviour. So, at Automation Ninjas, where I am the Supreme Ninja Overlord, we specialise in behaviourally intelligent marketing automation. And that does sound terribly highbrow and complicated, but what it really means is that we're good at helping businesses understand their customers. We help craft and design customer journeys that take real humanness into consideration, and then we automate for it. It's kind of like a beautiful marriage between marketing, automation, and behaviour. I'm not sure if that's allowed, actually. Three people in a marriage? I don't know, there's definitely a blog post in there somewhere. The polygamy of marketing. Anyway, the results are awesome. You could say epic. So your letter, Dear Curious Marketer, has hit all of the right buttons for me. Now, strangely enough, the only thing we can count on when it comes to human behavior is that it will be mostly illogical. So for your very first question, is it just you or is it a phenomenon? Okay, wait, let me just stop there. The word phenomenon is really throwing me off. There are so many pop culture references that can be made to the movie LL Cool J and of course the fantabulous Rob Zombie that I'm quite overwhelmed. 
And before you think I'm super hip, let me just share with you that I am a heavy metal fan and know nothing about other genres of music. I thought LL Cool J was called JJ Cool. I still think it's a better name. And I was so proud of myself until Mike corrected me. So yeah, right. Back to business. Curious marketer. No, it is not just you. This is just humans being human. A while ago, a cool dude called Antonio Damasio showed that humans can't make logical decisions without emotion. And he did this by studying people that had some damage to the parts of the brain that are responsible for emotion. These people were completely normal and of sound mind, as normal as people can be, before they were kind of struck with disease or had some kind of accident. And after that, they couldn't even decide between A or B. And so Damasio was the first to very clearly show that we rely on emotion to function when it comes to decision making. But further to that, Daniel Kahneman and his Nobel Prize winning career showed us that our brain is only able to function at the level that it does because we use rule sets to help with most of what we do. The brain saves power with rules. And those kind of rule sets very often go wrong and we do some very strange things indeed because of this. And then of course, you've got the amazing uh, Taylor, Tala, never get it right, and Sunstein that kind of developed on all of that information and actually created the field of information architecture so that we could better help people make decisions. So it's definitely not just you. We are not logical in any shape or form. Now all of this can seem a little bit daunting because what's the point of marketing then if you can't predict behavior? Ah, well, you see, we are actually illogical in some very set ways, and that's the cool bit to this. Since Kahneman and his buddies originally released their research, so much more additional research has been done. There are now literally hundreds of identified cognitive biases. So taking a quick step back, a cognitive bias is an error in a rule set. So to save time and memory, our brains use rule sets for the things we do often, and that's how we learn. And these rule sets are called heuristics. Um, but because of them, we're kind of better than amoebas at most things. But sometimes this shit goes wrong, right? And when it does, it's called a cognitive bias. These are super important for anybody that is working in marketing to understand. I've popped a link to two videos I have done for the Epic Marketing Show on these, and I've put them in the description. So when we understand that humans don't make decisions logically and make all sorts of mistakes, we can improve our marketing to take this into consideration. Now, I don't expect you to go off and learn all the different cognitive biases out there. No, no. Although, bonus points for commenting your favorite cognitive bias if you do have one. No, all you need to know is that we do make these mistakes. And very broadly, these mistakes fit into four areas or categories. Um, we kind of make mistakes and these mistakes happen with regards to, one, what we should remember, two, when we need to act fast, three, when we don't have enough meaning with regards to something, and four, when we have too much information. So the next kind of question becomes, how do you build all of this into your marketing? Well, it's actually a lot simpler than it sounds. Because for number one, all you wanna do is make it easy for people to remember things. Acronyms are the shizness for this, right? Um, and when a user needs to take action, so number two, you just need to make it easy. Don't complicate things. This is why you shouldn't have loads of call to actions. Just keep it simple. Number 
three is all about context. So in order to understand or make a decision, we have to have context around it. And when we have context, we have um, understanding and we have meaning. No meaning means no action. And then for number four, all you want to do is break the complex down into really easy to understand chunks. You want to use as little information as you can. Um, and that doesn't always mean writing like a text or an SMS, please. Um, but rather it's focusing on the relevant information and not overcomplicating stuff. This is particularly hard if you're an expert in your industry because you're going to want to talk about all the things. Trust me, I know. <laughs> so... Very interestingly, with all four of these categories, and very rough categories, I must say, um, it's all about being clear and keeping it simple and actionable. So basically everything a good copywriter is going to tell you to do. But that's not the end of it. No, no. You also need to make sure that you are planning for behavior. In our awesome methodology, ARMY, we always plan for behavior. This is our winning strategy for marketing automation. It's what gets our customers such awesome results. So as a very brief rundown, the methodology is as follows. It's ARMY and it's an acronym for assessment, recommendation, machination, and implementation. Assessment is all about information. It's about knowing where you are and making sure you've got all the data. So it's assessing your position. Recommendation is all about getting strategic. So it's taking that information and doing any research and making suggestions for improvement or making suggestions for where you want to go. And then machination is all about the plan. So machination is just a fancy word for strategy, but it's kind of a, a clever word about kind of machinizing the strategic process, which is why I chose it. And also because it's M um, and it fitted into the acronym. But machination is all about getting down into the detail and figuring out how you're going to execute and creating that plan for optimum success. And then implementation, the iron army, is all about getting shit done. So it's sticking to the plan that you originally set because next what you're going to do once you've executed that plan is you're going to assess your efforts then you're going to recommend improvements then you're going to machinate for the, the, the execution and so on and so on in a never-ending cycle of awesome until you just get ridiculous conversion rates it's rad um, but that is a, a whole nother conversation to have I mention this though, because it's in machination that we really plan for specific behavior. So knowing that your prospect is going to behave batshit crazy actually helps because you can put something that we call buckets in place. So good marketing affects behavior towards a specific outcome. Now that's probably my favorite self quote and you can quote me on that shit. I'm gonna say it again, good marketing affects behavior towards a specific outcome. And that's kind of exactly what buckets are for. Um, buckets are for kind of making sure that you can affect behavior. And by affect behavior, I just mean you want to kind of take your prospect and you want to adapt their behavior a little bit so that you get them to a certain point, generally purchase. That's what we mean when we say we're affecting behavior. So most marketing doesn't account for behavior. It's built in a really linear fashion. So you want the prospect to move from A to B and then to C. And then we all get terribly upset when a prospect comes along and just fucks up all of our shit with their weirdness. <laughs> so good marketing takes all of that weirdness into consideration. Now, how do you actually do that? So first and foremost, you want to build a flowchart. Okay, so I am 
a total flowchart freak. I will admit that, but it's for good reason. Once you've mapped your entire process out, only then can you start to really see all of the gaps and holes and the areas in which your prospects are going to go AWOL within. And you can kind of start to see them. And then you don't have to get fancy schmancy with, with your flowcharts. Just mapping things out on a piece of paper will do. Um, but map out the process that you want to take your prospect or customer through in its entirety. And once you've done that, go back and look for the gaps and the holes. So the holes are the parts of your flowchart that people either can't get past or they fall out of, they leak out of. These are the points where either they or their behavior kind of falls into the void. And this is where your buckets come in and save the day because buckets are the things that you put in place to capture the leaks. What you're really looking for is kind of areas that you've failed to plan for if this, then that functionality. So what I mean here is when someone does something you want, so what? What happens now? When they don't do something that you want them to, then what? So you go through the entire process and you look at all of the points where your peeps could action something. And you go, if they do this, then that happens. If they don't do this, then that happens. So to help, you want to look for two things here. You want to look for positive actions and you want to look for negative actions. So positive actions are where they haven't quite done the thing that you wanted them to. So they're not 100% committed, but they're kind of showing you with their behavior that they are interested. Whereas negative actions are just the opposite, they're the absence of behavior. This is where they haven't done stuff and they're showing you with their behavior that something isn't quite right. So either they're not interested or something else is going on in their lives and they're not interested enough to put your messaging above their life effectively. So let's have a look at some examples to put this in context. Let's have a look at an example of positive behavior. So let's say you're sending out um, a sales series um, and, and somebody could be clicking through to the sales page when you send out that offer, but maybe they're not buying. So they were interested enough to take an action, so clicking through, but they're not committed, right? They haven't actually made that purchase. Don't ignore that behavior. This is your opportunity to help them make a choice. Help them, okay? Get involved. Then looking at negative behavior, let's say you've sent them through an entire campaign, you've pulled this content together and they've done nothing. <laughs> they haven't done what you wanted them to. Why? Is it because they're not interested in your offer? Well, it's your chance now to engage them with something different entirely and try and kind of get them to engage with you and, and perform some positive actions with something slightly different that might be of, of, of kind of better alignment with where they are in their journey. So before you do stuff, you're kind of looking at your process and you're accounting for behavior. And that's where awesome marketing comes from. And then when your campaign is live, you also wanna be tracking data and assessing. You wanna be tweaking constantly. You always wanna be improving. Now, that's how I'd recommend that you look at the behavior of your customers. And obviously this is a long-term strategy that you have to make sure that you always use to get those cool results. But there are two things that you can specifically go away and do now. So these are the answers to the problems that you wrote in about. I suggest that you map out the flows and find all the gaps, but here's two little immediate actionables. Number one, you were concerned about your initial open rates with your lead magnets. So 
put a video on the thank you page of your lead magnets. So this video should help push people to the email to download their content. And remember that 100% of the people that sign up are going to land on your thank you page. That's like ridiculous and it's prime real estate, so don't waste it. Use it to get people excited about what they've just signed up for. Number two, you're asking people about their behavior through surveys. Don't just ask, listen to their behavior. This one is huge. I, I, I can't quite you know, <laughs> put enough emphasis on this. Um, you have to listen to behavior. I don't trust people at the best of times. They're always saying one thing and doing another thing. And ultimately that's because of a whole bunch of societal perception stuff that goes on. Um, but, but we can't get into that today. But with marketing automation, we have an amazing tool at our disposal. We can track what people engage with and we can use that information to inform our marketing. And that is, that's phenomenal. We can actually track what people are up to. So by all means, ask people, get, get involved, you know, ask them, get a little bit of engagement. But you need to pay very, very, very close attention to their behavior and then use their behavior to truly segment and make your marketing epic. Okay, that's quite a lot covered. So let's summarize and write back to our curious marketer. Dear Curious, let me assure you, your odd concern is in no way abnormal. Human behavior is, at its roots, illogical. Your prospects and customers are simply behaving in the way that is completely normal for humans. Super weird. Let's get that weight lifted and show you how you can combat this. Firstly, the human brain makes many mistakes when it comes to day-to-day -day activities and making decisions. These are called cognitive biases. You can help your customers and prospects avoid some of these biases by making sure that you make it easy for people to remember things. Keep actions clear and simple. Make sure you give clear context for understanding and always break complicated information up into easy to consume chunks. So in other words, make sure you're always clear, keeping it simple and actionable. It's also important that we can plan for behavior. So I prescribe that you map out your marketing processes and campaigns. Make sure that your marketing isn't linear and that you account for both positive and negative behaviors. Put buckets and systems in place to capture this behavior and utilize it. Secondarily, ensure that you are listening to behavior and utilizing the information that your audience is giving you to segment them and engage them behaviorally. I suggest that you start the mapping process with your lead magnets and survey processes. Add additional engaging content to your thank you pages so that you get prospects excited about what they have just signed up for. And remember that humans are illogical, but that doesn't mean we can't plan for their behavior. Get clever with your marketing with a solid methodology. I hope you're feeling enlightened, invigorated and excited about your odd audience now. Sincerely, your marketing agony aunt, the supreme ninja overlord. What an awesome topic from our curious marketer. Thank you so much for writing in. Getting to speak about behavior and flowcharts in one session is stupendous amounts of fun. So if you've been affected by any of the issues raised in today's program, your friendly ninjas are to hand. Head over to the website automationninjas.com and grab yourself a free marketing assessment to get you on the right track. 
If you'd like us to take a look at any of your problems, you can pop us an email at agony at automationninjas.com. We'll keep you completely anonymous unless you want to share who you are. You can also contact us on all the social media options in the description. And as a little bonus from us to you, if you implement what you learn and get the successes and wins you're looking for, let us know. We'd love to feature you. If you enjoyed today's session, feel free to subscribe to the show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast from, share it with the people that you love, leave comments, engage, and of course, pop us a nice, honest rating and review if you feel so inclined, especially if you've got a cognitive bias that's your favorite. Next time on The Marketing Agony Aunt, we're spilling the beans after a very cheeky question from a listener.